1: T o l k i e n, and Instagram,
2: at Tipples and Tolkien.
0: So cozy up.
2: Pour yourself a drink.
0: And come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien. Previously on Second Edition One. <sighs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> Ready to go talk about it for an hour? Oh. <sighs> Hate her and you and Caleb, did this whole show. Action stations, action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat, action stations, action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill.
0: The silence were created by man.
2: They rebelled. They evolved. They look and feel human.
0: Some are programmed to think they are human. There are many many copies.
2: And they have a plan.
1: Action stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome again to set condition one a night shift radio original. I'm your host, SC1 Actual Caleb, and I cannot fucking wait to get this started. (laughs) Joining me on the CIC is the XO
2: Kitsy. Hey, that's me. Let's go.
1: (laughs) And the president of the podcast and the 12 colonies, and at least my
2: heart, if not Kitsy's, (laughs) Andrea.
0: Hi. Hello, everybody.
2: I'd like to just start today's episode with, with an
0: apology to you, Andrea. with for just With just a
2: quick like, putting you through. I just want to have a quick check in. How's everybody feeling? Caleb, how are you feeling? I'm good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Anything you want to talk through? Any anything you want to process? Any emotions? Any, you know? I'm dead inside. Well, that, well, yeah, that's true. I've been for a long time. <laughs> I have no emotions about anything. Kitzie, how about you? Uh, you know, I. It's been a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, Indy's been a nightmare all day today. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, it's really, really weighing on me. In fact, if, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to talk about it for a little bit. <laughs> if I could. Yeah. Um, Good, because no, I don't really have
0: anything to say. That are you stalling e- about this
2: episode? Uh, are we stalling? Is that what's happening? How's how how are you, Andrea? How how are you doing?
0: Well, I'm fucking bad. <laughs> I'm real bad. I'm also dead inside now. I wasn't before, but I felt all the feelings there are to feel. So. so
2: so just just to set the scene for everyone listening at home or wherever it is that you listen. Um, I'm not in charge of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, the way this show works, and the show being Second Condition One, not Battlestar Galactica. Um, mm. Normally, the way we do this is we record on, I believe, a Wednesday. Typically, I believe yes.
0: we've only been yes. doing it for a year. But yeah,
2: I don't. <laughs> fucking time it's, is meaningless. It could be a Wednesday. Uh, and and generally, how it works is we will record an episode, uh, and then Andrew and I will immediately watch the next episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we wait a week to record it. You have to chill into the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this time we did it a little different. So uh, last week you heard us talk about uh, Dirty Hands. Dirty But for us that was like an hour ago because what Mm -hmm. we did, uh, specifically because of what happens in this episode is we went and watched <laughs> <You really? laughs> Maelstrom and then immediately we're recording again. We're doing it we're doing a double header today because we because well one, we wanted to get a little bit ahead. It's nice to have that buffer, you know podcast yeah. stuff. But also I knew there was no way Andrew was gonna survive a whole week without uh, talking about this episode immediately after it happens. Mm-mm. So uh, uh-huh. why don't we why don't we get into that? Real quick, fun fact. Yeah, Um, there are no fun facts. The
1: the date of us recording this is three days past the anniversary of our first episode release. Hey,
2: happy anniversary, (laughs) y'all! Too sensitive (laughs) now. You can't say
1: that. Oh wait, no. Uh, I guess the first one that I have on the calendar was miniseries part one. So technically, uh, we're a little over a week past the anniversary. But still, like we're we we have been doing this for a year, Andrea. That's (laughs) I love
0: that. Happy anniversary, y'all.
1: I knew for a year that this day was coming, you
2: fuckers. and
1: we're we're finally here. So
2: I do I do feel like I owe you an apology for getting you into this show yeah, that where this was going to happen. I
0: agree. You're lucky. My favorite thing in the world is to be miserable because <laughs> I'm having a terrible time right now.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! So previously on Battlestar Galactica,
0: yeah, it doesn't uh, feel the... This-
1: <laughs> so, did we did we jump right in? Oh I God. think We're, we do. Where do we? Uh, so, Starbucks, dead.
0: <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I know the show knows I'm a big crybaby, but <laughs> and I've like, but I think this is the most immediately following a uh, that his yeah. I I. Uh, Kitsy has seen me cry like this over many or at least a handful maybe not like this not like this
2: like so we we, I've said before that Andrea legit cried and it's like oh no there's some tears and I I wipe them away and it's I looked over and she was legit just like sobbing Mm. glasses off like well,
0: my glasses started to fog up because I was crying too hard yeah. to see.
2: <laughs> like like she was crying so bad that Indy had to go over and be like he hey did. are you okay do in, you need a dog right now fact,
0: he'd spent a lot of the episode interrupting by barking and then he was just like he totally stopped curled up laid next to me mm-hmm. and started again when we were done as
2: soon as we were done he's like okay now I can bark again
1: what a good
0: boy he's a very good boy
1: he's such he's a so, pain in the ass to, how did we get to here? Yeah. So record we know, scratch. You're probably wondering how we got here. <laughs> we know that uh, Leoben has told Starbuck in the past that she has a destiny, uh, but we also know that Leoben one lies and two has uh, put Starbuck through hell, and, like literally traumatized her. The thing about Leoben.
0: <laughs> the second I heard her voice do the previously, I was like, ah, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> here we go. Um. And we know that she's she's been doodling this uh, this symbol for forever since she was a child that just happens to also look like this 4,000-year-old year mandala in the Temple of Five. That's an odd coincidence, which also just happens to look like the supernova that destroyed the planet that the Temple of Five was on. That's an odd coincidence.
0: Uh,
1: I just... But is it?
0: There's somehow... And in... 20-odd weeks I'm going to be able to f- figure it out. There's somehow that Battlestar Galactica and Lost exist in the same universe. And I'm only going to give that much time to my Lost Corner this week because Kara deserves better. But I just want to put that there.
1: It is really starting to feel like they, they were going for, for similar vibes mm-hmm. with this. Like everything is connected. And, I mean, obviously there's the... All of this has happened before and will happen again, which gets repeated in various <laughs> paraphrases throughout this episode, mostly by Leoben, uh, as he he makes various uh, reappearances. Uh, we also get a little bit more insight into Starbucks' home life. Uh, we see a flashback. It's bad. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's real bad. Uh, we know that like she's she's messed up from something, but we don't. We never really knew what. Uh, until now um we get the the flashback of the fake dr simon
2: uh he's a real doctor is he though I, yeah he's got a white coat i think they probably
0: programmed him with
2: dr yes yeah. yeah i mean I he mean, did a surgery on her and she didn't die so like yeah but that doesn't mean he's a doctor i guess that's uh the jury's still out on this one we'll have to
1: let's come back up didn't, come, come back to this uh, <laughs> when uh when adama was under the knife they had to, to to pull in some random like deckhand or something like that that had had some medical training but wasn't actually a doctor yeah. to assist with the surgery and adama didn't die
0: maybe simon's watched a lot of love. um i almost said lost maybe simon watched a lot of house and so he can
2: see. Although Simon's a watched surgery. a lot of M.A.S.H. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and he's, he's ready to go. This is kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know what? I think we've talked about this before, yeah. but I want the Doc spin off that's just M.A.S.H. Oh, yeah. in space.
1: We have. I just picture uh, Simon doing the surgery on, on Starbuck and he's kind of humming. <laughs> um so, we, we get the flashback where he says, like, you know, in, in your x-rays, we, we saw a bunch of fractures, and, like, we see this kind of things from, you know, people who grew up with a, a abusive parents, and she's like, fuck you. Frack you. Um, yeah, whatever. At this point, over a year, and I i can't get used to making myself say it, so it's not going to happen. Um, You're fracking up, bud. You know, to quit trying to make frack happen. <laughs> There's a... Uh, a a salon in downtown st louis called so fetch
0: oh that's and
1: funny i always waver between wanting to like you know what yes i support you uh-huh. follow your dreams live your live your truth and also just wanting to yell stop trying
0: to make <laughs> fetch happen <laughs> <laughs> they're really trying
1: they're really i mean they're like how many years later like 20 years later <laughs> <laughs> whenever that movie came out the thing-
0: frack in real life is it's one of the reasons that i was hesitant to watch this show because it feels very big bang theory to like yeah we say frack because on the space show we like they say frack Mm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i'm making fun of because they're not oh boy i'm about to annoy myself with but Uh but i just i'm not gonna get into but again it's the dwight schrute Big Bang Theory kind of stuff that made me think the show was for not cool people like the three of us. Yeah. So I won't say the frack word. Well, I sometimes I say it.
1: it's weird in the context of the show. I think it's brilliant that they yeah. found a way to just repeatedly say I've said this mm-hmm. before on, on this podcast and you know, just repeatedly say fuck over and over again. But like air it on broadcast TV. Oh, that's um, where um, uh, Baltar's from. Yes. Eridon? Er, er, eridon yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a callback to last week, <laughs> which was just over an hour ago for us. Um, Once time, but like I also just can't get myself you know, my head wrapped around like how cheesy it is to try to say it mm-hmm. in in real life so to speak um but also uh, another story that i'm sure i've told on this was the, the first time that i saw a uh, a no fracking sign uh, <laughs> on someone's lawn and it was a protest against hydraulic fracturing uh i thought that it was some yeah. sort of like prudish nerds group uh-huh. where they're like we're gonna say you know abstinence only Literally, but we're gonna say I it in know. the nerdiest way we can
0: I get, you know what you probably don't have to worry about practicing abstinence. I have a feeling <laughs> there are too many challenges for the no fracking group.
2: Oh. <laughs> I do I do feel compelled mm-hmm. to point out, Caleb, uh, y- you mentioned not wanting to use the word in real life. But this is uh, a podcast, not real life.
0: Well no, frack me, am I right? Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I want to talk about Starbucks. I mean, I don't. so
1: Starbucks having nightmares uh-uh. about her time with Leo, and you know him him telling her about her destiny, and like she's trying to, uh, she's trying to paint over the the mandala symbol on her wall while not wearing white, pants for some reason. Well, just a buttoned up like classic thirst trap. It's, uh,
0: <laughs> it's like I, I said to kids when we were watching it. It's very like. Um, like sophomore in a film class trying to make something that's like cool and artsy and picks the like the hottest girl in class and asks her to be in the video or the whatever. And she's like, yeah, sure. And then suddenly...
2: Here, put this smock yeah, on and nothing exact, else. exactly. And I need you to reach up real high exactly. so your butt shows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so thank you to that. Yeah, listen, support. I'm not complaining.
2: <laughs> I am not <laughs> complaining at all. I'm just... So there it
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> There's the, the horniness this show's used to.
0: Sad <laughs> uh, and horny. They're the only... <laughs> the two the two, like, the two speeds we've
2: got here. <laughs> and I, we we're, 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 We were on a, a road trip recently. And, okay. and we right. we, we yeah. passed some of the time by listing every Muppet and deciding yeah. whether they were horny or not.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> we we passed kind of a <laughs> lot of the time. Yeah,
2: I mean it was a solid hour. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean because some of them are
2: obvious. Some of them are obvious, like animal horny. Horny. Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but like uh, Beaker.
0: See, yeah, you, you know, you- Yeah, see, you want to say not horny, but then you're like, that's not right.
1: Yeah, yeah. but there's. Speakers hella repressed. What about Sam mm-hmm. the Eagle? Not
2: horny.
0: I forget what I said at the time, but I, I think you could make a case either way and I could be convinced. This is what I
2: think. The The real curveball is Swedish chef. We, I,
0: oh. no, I don't think so. I told you, human hands. That is a horny Muppet. <laughs> he had to grow human
2: hands. <laughs> I don't think that's how Muppet's work. Do I have to... <laughs> I should... <laughs> I could, I could very well encourage y'all
1: to do this all night, but uh, we probably should should resume yeah, the, the, the regular podcast. Sad. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll
2: we'll have that conversation on our OnlyFans, so you yeah. all can subscribe to that. Hell yeah! I I I need more of this. <laughs> <laughs> this. This is the content the internet has been
1: lacking. That's what the Swedish Chef <laughs> said too. I thought I thought the internet had everything, uh, but <laughs> turns out it was definitely lacking a conversation. Uh, of ranking Muppet mm-hmm. horniness, um, I've been training my whole life. Gonzo. Speaking of Muppet <laughs> horniness, uh, while Kara's painting over the <laughs> the mandala, uh, Leoben sneaks up behind her and starts groping and making out with her, and just they just get paint everywhere. And like honestly, it kind of ruins it for me because mm-hmm. I'm, just like you know what? Like that's going to get in their it, mouths, it, and it like that's definitely going to get other places. Mouths. You don't. Someone's got to and, clean that up. That's yeah. the thing
2: for me. Do that. Yeah, it's paint. Everywhere. Paint's not great lube. She's no, <laughs> it's probably not safe. I, uh,
0: <laughs> it, and it would. There's just a. There. I have a lot of practical and impractical issues with what's going on there. Um, I will say, I know it's a dream question mark, but Kara is definitely into it. Like,
1: yeah, which she's very into it.
0: I was not. I mean, I was not expecting.
1: Kara is a horny muppet for sure. She's oh. the horniest muppet, um. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. oh. and again, as with any night shift media original, uh, we are not here to yuck anyone's yum. Mm-hmm. But like paint, really, like mm, that's, that's that, that 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 gives me problems. I
2: it problems. It's not for me. If it's uh, for, if it's for you, more power to you. It's not for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Hope you um, got a big tarp. But. <laughs>
1: You know what I what I can get into is hot dog across the aisle in his bunk just watching. Just, just staring.
0: Watching. It is so clearly a sex dream. Like yeah.
1: she she's moaning in her yeah, sleep. Yeah, and he's out loud.
0: Act, and he's acting like he thinks she's having a nightmare.
1: Which she is, but <laughs> she, she wakes up and he's like What's up? (laughs) Hey, you up? Yeah, Yeah. you creep. She's like, no, nothing. Ew, go back to sleep. God, Bodie,
0: fucking Bodie.
1: His real name is Bodie. Mm I love it. Uh, (laughs) So, Starbuck has decided that she is she is up uh, for real, as in she's not going back to sleep, Mm -hmm. not as in you up. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, but also, she's she's probably. I mean, it's a safe bet. And uh, so she goes in to to splash some water on her face, brush her teeth, whatnot. And uh, she runs to her
2: boy, Hilo, who also can't sleep. I did them. We did have a question a few weeks back if we ever saw anyone actually brush their teeth. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we do see Starbuck brush her teeth on this one. So whatever that question was about, it's now been answered. And
0: I think she opened a single-use toothbrush. Did I see her pull it out of, like, a plastic wrap thing?
2: Maybe. I
1: don't. It just seems wasteful. Maybe that might have been like the the toothpaste. Maybe that oh, comes in okay. like weird
2: little ration things or something. I don't know. Maybe um, it's just been however yeah, the been. appropriate amount of time is to use a toothbrush, and oh, she's that could be. she's getting a new one. Yeah, but that's
1: you know. She, I
0: wish she, we'd had more time. Maybe, while we maybe, had Kara with oh, us. Maybe over.
2: maybe she left her toothbrush at Leoban's. She had to get a new uh, one. That could be. Or she. Oh, she could have left it at Sam's.
0: Could have left it at Sam.
2: I feel like she she's never visits him, though. He always
1: visits her. Uh-huh. That's true. We only ever see him visit her. But uh, she's got to get off
2: the Galactica every now and then and, like, she's, not just fly in cap, you know?
0: She's getting off on Galactica, <laughs> for sure.
2: <laughs> well, I think there's there's even a scene in this episode where he's trying to convince her to take some leave and come with her. And she's like, no. no. Yeah. Well, she's like, maybe. He's like, that means no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, we The uh, teeth. Toothbrush conversation came up when we were discussing uh, Callie's aspirations of being a dentist. Oh, right. And like, are there any dentists in the fleet? Are people take care, taking care of their teeth uh, in this fleet? Yeah. And we so, know that
2: yeah, Starbuck, Starbuck is. Mm-hmm.
1: Starbuck at the very least. There's there's a couple other people that we've seen brush their teeth. You know, there's there's at least a couple of colonial officers who uh, remember to brush every now and then. That's good. Like once I a think, season. yeah. Once I a love
0: season. Kara and Agathon together. Agathon, I just pulled a Agathon l- when leaded it, but uh, uh, my Hilo mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, together.
0: Mm-hmm. I I really I love their dynamic, and they're a couple a couple who, if it weren't for Sharon, I think I could have wanted. I could have uh, as the kids say, I'm not I'm not even gonna say the word. I think I would
2: you have, could like, have shipped
0: them. Yeah, but uh, I don't.
2: I'll say I, it. I don't see it there. I think they're buds that I don't see the.
0: I just I think there's a universe where that could be, Mm. um, in a way that I don't see it for Starbuck and Lee at all, and I hate when I hate that part of their storyline. I'm glad that they dialed it back. This anyway, anyway, I just I I I like the two of them on screen
1: together a lot. I think at the very least they would have like boned, Mm -hmm. just
2: just like out of boredom,
0: and they could have been cool about it, and it wouldn't have to be so fucking fraught like it is with Lou.
2: Fraught. Uh, For all we know, they have boned and because it's just chill, no, that hasn't come up in the show. You know what? I that, like that. You know what? They, that's canon now. mm mm-hmm.
1: uh, Starbuck and Hilo totally just get it on on the side. Yeah. Or they did in the past. Yeah, they, 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 no. they did
2: in the past because there's no way Hilo's, Hilo's cheating, cheating on shit. He's, no. Yeah. He's too good. He's yeah. too good.
1: But yeah, we learned that oh, uh, going to be so sad. that Hera is also having nightmares, <sighs> which, ooh, I mean, we don't we don't learn anything more about her nightmares, but like it seems oddly coincidental that Hera is having nightmares at the same time as mm-hmm. Starbuck. <coughs> um what? <laughs> um, I've been saying, <laughs> but uh, the uh, Hilo recommends a uh, a psychiatrist aboard the uh, the Inkren Vale, which is a, an interesting uh, ship name. Oh, uh, I thought
0: I missed the psychiatrist's name.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought the um, psychiatrist's name was something Val. Okay, but so we know there are mental health workers.
1: At least one. At least one. This is the like uh, all of the trauma in this fleet. All of the repressed emotion. Mm-hmm. All of the horniness. All of the anger. All of the suspicion. All of the everything.
0: <laughs> it's so busy. Just that one person one. Is so busy.
2: Well, maybe that's why Starbucks doesn't go to this psychiatrist because the waiting list is too long. I, so I, instead,
0: I real. Real problems here. This is again. This show hits so close to home.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that uh, when she she shoots that idea down and, and very rudely says uh, most shrinks are more fracked than their patients are, which that's you know that, I think that's unfair. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm like yeah. Uh-huh. Hilo's uh, second uh, his follow up suggestion, his next best idea is well, there's an oracle down in Dogsville. <laughs> I laughed
0: at that too
1: at first. I was like, I love this. He's like, you could go see a doctor or
0: some wooey shit, but I actually do like it because he's just so open-minded and he's yeah. like, whatever you need is what I want. You know, I'm here to support you. I'm just here. He would be a great social worker. I'm just here to connect yes. you with resources that are I mean, going to help you. He basically is as, yeah. the, as the
2: mayor of Dogsville. That's
0: uh, really true. Yeah. He Aww. is
2: essentially the ship's social worker see, now. that's
0: why I love him.
2: I also love how opposite this is
1: from chief's experience of mm. needing uh, uh some sort of medical opinion and going to a priest Yeah. Uh, and the priest being like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> you need a doctor buddy <laughs> uh so you know starbuck decides that she's going to she's going to take a chance on this oracle cuz we we've touched on this before that uh, starbuck is religious. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. She she is spiritual. She's spiritual. Yes. She has her, you know, she she will pray to the gods. She has her her patron gods that she specifically uh prays to, one of which being Artemis if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. the got us to the hunt, which makes perfect sense for for her. Um yeah. and you know we know that she Claims to to have faith in the gods, but you know she doesn't really act out a like, what we would call a devote, a devout life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that in this uh, situation she does choose to go see the oracle.
0: I was really hoping it would be Amanda Plummer again, but it was this cranky teenager.
1: Did she make? We
2: don't know if she made it off New <gasps> of Caprica, did we? I feel like she didn't.
0: I yes, she did. Not don't give me this today of all days. She's fine. She's fine.
2: Okay, sure.
1: She's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess as far as we know, she is. She probably um,
0: I mean, she must have known it was coming, so she was probably prepared. Hmm. She's an oracle.
1: Unless she knew that She had it wasn't it. yeah. Like it wasn't her fate, her destiny
2: to make it off the planet.
0: Well, in that case, I'm okay with it. Whatever Amanda Plummer wants is what I want for uh, her. You know
2: what? She's somewhere hanging out with Jake the dog. <laughs> That's yes. (laughs) That's canon.
0: I feel like they're both (laughs) definitely dead. Then.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, But they're together, and that's what matters. That's true. Somewhere out in the space between life and death.
0: The space between.
2: No. No. That was
1: pretty
0: good. No. I didn't know I had that in me. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm really. I'm.
2: If you, uh, you. I'm warning you, one more fucking Dave Matthews reference, and you are off this podcast. I'm in
0: the denial portion of my grief, of my um dabda. So.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
0: That's the first it, one.
2: There's an, oh, it's going gonna, gonna to be the last anger, one.
0: Bargaining, dabda,
1: do. Yeah, but dabda, do. <laughs> and acceptance. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what is that? Depression. Depression.
2: That's I'm always in was that one. I to say that's, that's just, just like, my perpetual general, state. Yeah. So anyway. she goes to see this oracle and she picks up the the little figurine of of I forget which goddess, <laughs> Aurora. Aurora, Aurora, and the and the oracle all creepy from like behind the curtain is like oh. it's Aurora, the goddess of whatever. She's like, you can have it. And we're like, what the fuck am I
0: gonna do with this? <laughs> she literally says, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? It's so good. It's just so good.
1: Uh, the the best possible answer from an oracle, when the time comes, mm-hmm. you'll know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know, but I'm not going to tell um, you. Just,
2: I feel like anyone I can believe. be an oracle and just say like, just say like cryptic shit like that. Mm-hmm. I do shit like that all the time. I'm
1: like, oh, yeah, yeah. don't worry. When the time comes, you'll know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> You're not ready uh, yet. All will be
1: revealed. huh. At one point, uh, Adama refers to Aurora as the goddess of the dawn, uh, which in Roman mythology, uh, she was. Oh. So, there's, again, uh, there's, there's not necessarily a, a consistency in uh,
2: where they draw their mythology from in this show. But I like that because... Like, it, or, yeah. or, 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 or... Neither or is, is it is, for us. Is their mythology drawn from ours or is our mythology... Drawn from theirs? Well, I'm talking specifically about the writers of the show.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, but okay. But if you if you want to get deep into the actual religion and mythology in the show, uh, you're going to have to wait to the end. Okay. <laughs>
0: it's also where Wayne and Garth are from. Aurora, Illinois.
2: So Fuck you, Aurora. So. it's uh, not my true song, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> so. So she has this creepy fucking encounter with the Oracle who basically recites word for word shit Leoban said to her back in season one, mm-hmm. which is just trippy because yeah. they do this
1: really great job of overlaying the scene. They flash back and forth between Leoban mm-hmm. and the Oracle, but their voices are overlaid and like they kind of adjust the, the volume of each. So like one will be louder than the other as they kind of. It's really mm, well done. Yeah. Oscillate back and forth. And uh, it's, it's 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 trippy.
0: Mm-hmm. This oracle is real creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, But Starbucks says like Leo Somebody told you what Leo said to me, which is crazy because what what weird gossip to be going around. But she even says like, hmm, did you tell anybody?
1: Yeah. Did you tell anybody about it? <laughs> you you, you tell people about
2: that? I I do uh, like the and Andrew. You pointed this out when we were watching it. That Starbucks' immediate reaction wasn't like, well, you're obviously a Cylon, yeah. and he obviously told you. Like, I yeah.
0: It is crazy to me that people don't spend more time accusing each other of being silenced on the show. Like, they know there's more than just the Mm -hmm. few that... Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing is, like, the the ragged file amongst the the Colonial Fleet don't know how many there are. And only a few people uh, uh, at the officer level have that knowledge. Uh, so, as, like, as far as the the rest of the people know, they could have either identified every Cylon, or there could be hundreds more. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it like the fact that there isn't more like finger pointing and uh, finger painting, which uh, finger painting and uh, which w- which hating
2: mm-hmm.
0: hunting. I mean, yeah, it's 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 wild. It makes no sense to me. I mean, it's because they don't have time on the show, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would get pretty boring if every week was like, you're a Cylon. No, uh-huh. you're a Cylon. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. that would have been a, a very dangerous trap to, to get into mm-hmm. early on. And I'm glad that they didn't, but it is weird yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because it feels like it, it would be very much human nature uh, to start pointing yeah, the blame it's, everywhere. It's
0: very uh, the uh, Monsters Are Due on Maple Street, like the Twilight Zone episode yeah. where, yeah.
1: But I love that they um, – the Oracle, whose name is Brenna uh, – really kind of digs into like her history with her mother. It's like, you know, you were, you were born uh, to a, uh, to a woman who believed suffering was good for the soul. Uh, so you suffered. And she's like, you, you took the wrong lesson away from, from your mother. And they're like, Starbucks, is like, you don't know, you know, crap about <laughs> crap. Really? That was the best. You, <laughs> uh, you don't know, you don't know about shit about fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the, the shit about uh, fuck is. Mm. <laughs> The Oracle's like, well, Leoban knows. He sees the patterns and how it all fits together. And Starbuck's like, shut up. And she's like, he's coming for you.
0: God, it's so creepy. Soon. I'm like, why is she you so... can't stop him. <laughs> but why? Why is she so He'll creepy? He'll
1: show you the way.
0: <laughs> why? Why is she so creepy? Also, think... it just occurred to me that that means Leoban is the one flying the fucking... Uh, Viper, huh? Er, Viper? The Raider? Raider. Raider. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> you <he>? got <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that she was talking about him coming in as the ghost of Christmas, like, past, present, and future. But also, I wonder if he was also the one who, like, led her into the eye.
1: Well, speaking of that Raider, it's a good thing that while we're refueling the the fleet with all that uh, fuel we refined mm-hmm. recently, that uh, we haven't had any Dredus contacts. Yep. Good thing.
2: Listen, this this (laughs) fucking this fucking planet's got our Draedus all fracked up. Uh, We can't see shit on this Draedus, so I don't know what you want me to do. Draedus, it's it's not you can't it's not working. It's all fracked up. I can't. I don't know what you want me to do.
0: Um, well, I something I saw. I'm gonna. I, I see one. I, I, I can see it, and I'm a good pilot and have good eyes, so.
1: Well, we may not have any Dreda's contacts, but I can see, uh, see a raider out there in the clouds. He's dodging me, <gasps> so I'm going to go after him. Weapon's hot.
2: Okay, we're going to go ahead and stop the fueling operation, but not jump anywhere, and we'll be back left at the dial is a podcast
1: dedicated to discovering and sharing Indian alternative music.
2: We're your hosts, Caleb and Kitsi, And each week we leverage our experience in and love for the music industry by choosing a new unique or exciting album and listening as both fans and professionals. We invite artists on to discuss the process of making their own music or to share an album. They love join
1: left at the dial at left of the dial.fm
2: or wherever podcasts are sold.
0: Nothing but the rain. Ugh. They did such a good... Oh, are we back? Yeah, we're back. They did such a we're good back. job. I just want to say this at the top here, because a hundred times in this episode, they did such a good job reminding me of all the things I needed to know to fall back in love all the way with Starbuck, and to set us up for... Which I've said before, other times when we've almost lost people, I'm like, they always set it up like it's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so good at that, and then it doesn't. But then this episode shows you what they really, <laughs> they're really going to set you up for it.
2: Witness like, their true power. <laughs>
0: um, honestly. Like I just, my soul just.
2: Yeah. You get the whole like, uh, Adama bumps into Starbuck oh in the hallway God. and it's like,
0: did we get to that part yet?
2: We might as well cover that now. We're there. You know, the whole, you know, what do you hear? Nothing but the rain, grab your gun and bring in the cat. Uh. And she gives him the, the things like, Oh, this, this would be a good, uh, a good thing for your ship.
0: Oh, oh, a parting gift related yeah. to her special destiny and the ship yeah.
1: that
0: I've been, I was, I knew. I mean, it like, this is, they really.
1: So th- this uh, is the moment I was referring to earlier. She hands uh, Adama the, the statuette of Aurora uh, and he identifies her as the goddess of the dawn and like, you know, thinks about how appropriate that is for, for guiding his, his model yeah. ship and, <laughs> and. and it's a, just a touching little moment between her and uh, Adama and the president mm-hmm. uh, until she she goes on. But this is all happening because not only has Starbuck been having the these nightmares and these flashbacks and, and like, these creepy encounters with oracles and whatnot, uh, but in flying what appears to be, uh, you know, a routine patrol around this gas giant planet uh, where the— um, the fleet is hiding specifically because of the Dredus the interference that we encountered before the break. Um, they, you know, they, they're they using this as a, a way to disguise themselves from the, the silence, so they have to do uh, you know, visual patrols. And Kara sees a heavy raider flying through the, the clouds of this planet. Uh, now, mind you, Hot Dog, who's flying her wing, can't see it. Mm-hmm. But she takes off after it, and you know, she she loses it in the clouds and then finds it. and. Uh, starts diving towards the the planet's surface, uh, which we learn there's a, a point of no return uh, on this planet where the the gravity and the pressure will crush the 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 jet or the the viper like um, a cheap soda can, as yeah. Ty says, like, like a cheap soda can. Um, and uh, before the 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 point of no return uh, is basically the the cutoff point where like they can still get enough velocity to escape the planet's gravity. On uh, beyond that, they're... They're fucked and crushed and dead. Um, but she starts taking a dive uh, specifically towards this one storm system that happens to look a lot like Armandola mm. mm-hmm. and her painting and the, the Nova. And that just can't be a coincidence, can it? Yeah, it no, probably can. It probably can. It's, it's probably nothing.
0: Okay. We're not going to treat Starbucks' death
2: so lightly. Thank you. No. So, this is um,
0: her special destiny.
2: So... So they they, she she breaks off. She's she's ordered to break off. She she goes back to the the flight deck because uh, she gets she gets she takes a hit. Mm-hmm. She keeps flying, but she takes a hit on her chin. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she lands, and Chief's looking over the Viper, and she's like, "Where'd I get hit?" He's like, "You didn't." She's like, "I felt it." Yeah, she's like, "I felt it." It felt like I hit a brick wall. He's like, I, mm-hmm. "There's no damage to the Viper at all. It's, there's not a scratch on it. I'll keep looking, but." <laughs> Which you know. there
1: were definitely scratches on that Viper. Uh. Well,
2: you know you know how when you rent a car <laughs> yeah, and they, like, exa- yeah, they mark off? Be- I I have a feeling Chief does that for every Viper that goes out. He, like, circle. He has, like, a Viper diagram and he circles all the scratches. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's a scratch here and a chip there. He's good at his it's, job. It's, yeah. He's
0: a, he's a good man and thorough.
2: Because otherwise yeah. otherwise he's going to have to, like, you know, build these pilots for the damage. Mm-hmm. And their insurance isn't going to cover that. No. Because... Scratch
1: longer than a dollar and deeper than a nickel or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember exactly how they, how they yeah. word it, but yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh, but there, then there, then, you know, then she's looking over the gun footage and she's shooting at nothing. And she's like, "Well, this this must not be my my gun camera
1: footage." And uh, somebody, I think it's racetracks. I was like, "No one else fired,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: today at all." Like yeah. within the last twenty four I mean, hours, like no one has shot their guns. Can't be anybody but you. And she's like, "Well, I know I saw him." And everyone's like, "Sure, you definitely mm-hmm. did." Or consider that maybe you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no
2: one else saw it. Starbucks didn't now, appear on Dreadis. Starbucks.
0: At this point in the episode, my thought was because any like weird storm system, or it, if they were in like I don't know some like spatial, spatial outer space anomaly spatial anomaly is like i for a second my thought was maybe it somehow sent her ship back in time through that oh. little because she went far enough in oh. um, and so that removed whatever damage had been done but i don't know now i think it has now i think it has more to do with like uh cylon projectiony stuff or leoben doing something or you know her special cylon destiny being activated something like that
1: Yeah, because it's it's important to note that, like, everyone takes this seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, they, as Kitsy mentioned earlier, they disconnect the the refueling hoses. They stop the the fueling operation so they can be prepared to jump away if need to. Uh, They don't actually jump away, which I guess turns out to be the right decision. But, like, that's got to be a difficult one to to make. At one point, the Admiral does put the fleet at condition one, uh, where it should be, goddammit. Mm -hmm. Um, It should always be at condition one. And it it very much is a like, we believe you, but we also don't sort mm-hmm. of scenario where like no like it, it's not showing up on Draedus. It, it could be there. Draedus is fucked, but like we see you, and we see Hot Dog, and then later Lee. Um, but we, we don't believe see
2: that you believe right. that you see a raider. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it's important that you believe. Um. So she ends up to to go back out, uh, and. Uh, at first she, she kind of, she gets, she gets cold feet at the, at the last second. And, you know, she, well,
0: cause she keeps seeing she, that little blonde kid, right?
1: That's, yeah. <laughs> which is like a vision of herself as a child, which is creepy. Like she goes to get in her Viper cockpit and there's a the kid just sitting there looking at her and she's like, you all right? She's like, mm, I need I a minute. I like a little
0: blonde kid. Like I didn't, cause at first I thought maybe it was, um.
2: Casey.
1: Casey
0: and then I remembered Casey's still alive and well as far as we know. Who's yes. care but But yeah.
2: Uh there is a before she goes back out though there's a moment between her and Lee in Ugh. the in the hallway of These remembrance.
0: Fuckers on this fucking show.
2: Where she's like where do you want to be and she's like I want to be right here next to Cat. Uh and <laughs> Lee's like oh you know put me here next to Duck and Nora. They're good card players. Uh, what a good way to spend eternity.
0: And then I said, "I'm gonna cry so hard when and one then of you them did hangs the other one, yeah, but this next episode, when it opens with Lee hanging her picture there, I am gonna lose it,
1: yeah, and they 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 come to this agreement, whoever uh, as Starbucks says, whoever croaks first, <sighs> the other makes sure that uh, they hang in the the right place, and um you know uh. At Lee, at one point, like, Starbucks is questioning herself. She is. And Lee's like, you know, I, I say, trust your eyes uh, over day uh, uh, I, I trust your eyes over Dreadis any day of the week. Something could have been there and vanished in the cloud cover. Uh, she's like, you so don't you don't think, think I'm, I'm nuts? I'm nuts. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't say that. Yeah.
2: Well, no, you're definitely nuts. But <laughs> you're a
1: raving lunatic as demented and deranged as the first day I met you. Mm. And you're a bastard. She says. Um, this is a so- part of their dynamic that I love
0: so much is when they can, like... You know, like trade those barbs at each other and be like, like um, playfully antagonistic, mm-hmm. and it's not quite as overlaid with that, like um, I don't know, angst.
1: There's they they every now and then fall into this sibling dynamic that is really great. It's that, the one
0: they should have gone mm-hmm. with. I the romantic part of this changes nothing for the better in the show. There's mm. nothing about their dynamic about this story or anything that needed that to still yeah. have this kind of resolution.
1: Yeah, they they I I think the characters are at their best when they're like this and mm-hmm. I agree that the the romance angle didn't need to be there yeah. other than to Create drama with other characters, exactly. Uh, which at one point, when at Starbuck is having her moment, and Lee comes over to console her, and he's like, "Look, I'll fly your wing." She's like, "Oh, the mm-hmm. CAG is gonna to fly number two to Starbuck. You know, your your hotshot problem <laughs> pilot."
0: Um, <laughs> back right where we started.
1: And he's like, "Yeah, if that's what it takes, oh, there's yeah. the, whatever it takes." Where, like, for, for just a moment, it feels like Lee might be leaning a little too hard back into the, the romance angle. And she asked him, like, how are things with mm-hmm. D?" And he's like, you know what? Better than ever. Yeah. Best they've ever been. I'm
0: so glad he said that. I feel bad for D because I still don't think he deserves her. But I'm really glad that he didn't, like, uh, try to... Because he says good and then he says no. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go. Yeah. He's gonna... But no, he just says, like... Yeah, that things are good. Yeah. And she says she's happy for him. And it feels genuine mm-hmm. because she and Lee need to make peace in this moment so that we can root for D and Lee moving forward and not feel like there's something left there with him and uh, Starbucks to worry yeah. about. Though he will, I'm sure. But for us, I think we needed her blessing. So um. we've got it.
1: And Lee is also wrestling with a choice of whether or not to allow her to continue Mm -hmm. flying, you know, as the CAG, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the admirals left that up to him. Uh, And, you know, he he tried to offload that to Doc Cottle, but (laughs) Doc Cottle was like, you know what, she's physically healthy, uh, nothing I can do. And uh, Lee kind of makes the, like, half joke, but, like, serious, like, in peacetime, he'd ground all of us. Yeah. Uh, Because they're all a little bit... unwell mm-hmm. uh, from their experiences uh, every single one of them that's mm-hmm. a, that's a fair assessment uh but in the end he he does decide to to fly out with her um now we do I, I mentioned earlier that we get a little bit more of uh Starbucks like childhood backstory so we we learn a little bit about her abusive mother we learn how Oof. you know in, in um, um what is it? her mother did something and to retaliate uh Starbucks uh played on her mother's uh, fear of insects from her time in the the first oh, she salon broke
0: War. a broom handle over her oh head, yeah
1: she she which i thought uh, was yeah
0: sam's the one who told us that i thought it was interesting that she had told him that like she yeah. yeah. that's a big thing for her to open up to somebody about i don't think lee knows the extent of her childhood right
1: yeah, yeah probably not um He doesn't indicate that he does. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so the mother in in a fit of rage, uh, like, hit Starbuck with a a broom handle, broke it over her head, cut her head open. Mm. So Starbuck retaliated by getting a bunch of uh, rubber insects and (laughs) putting them all over her mother's shoes. Her mother's name is Socrata, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is a great name. And, you know, the mother, like, freaks out and tries... Smashing them, of course, that just makes them jump around. And um, as she's telling this story to to Sam, he's like, "Oh, how did how she take that?" And suddenly, Starbucks' mood dark, and she's like, "She put my hand in the door jam and oh. slammed the door on it." Which ah, I know. Uh, so oh. we 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 get this glimpse into the physical abuse, but then later on, we also get a scene of um Starbuck coming to her mother and in you know her her, uh, uh, pilot blues. Oh. And, you know, she's like, look, I, you know, I graduated, I'm, I'm going to be a pilot, you know, 16th in my class. And her mom's like, why are you proud of that? And she's, you like, should there, be were first. there were 117 <sighs> of us. She's like, you should have been first. Like, wow. Okay. And yeah. it's like this, <laughs> it's, uh, abuse by way of, uh, pseudo praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're special, Giving her like tough love is what yeah. is what that woman would say if
0: you called her on it. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, like you're special and you should have done better than this. Uh, like you know that's that's not the the uplifting message you mm-hmm. think it is, Mom. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we learn that uh, Mom has cancer and Starbucks uh, doesn't take that news very well, and you know, she tries to uh, tries to comfort her mother, but she's like, I don't need your pity. And Starbucks, all right, you know what? Fuck you. I'm mm-hmm. out. Uh, and I won't be back. Yep. Uh, good and, for Starbucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: I have no she, sympathy for this woman.
1: Yep. She she kept her word. She she took off running, and she never went back. And her mother died uh, alone. And
0: uh, and now we have the cure for cancer. No. Okay. <laughs> Just need some it's, Cylon blood. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and so with with all of that weighing heavy on her soul, on her conscience, on her mind, on her heart. Uh, Starbuck does get back in the, the cockpit, and she and Lee, uh, they go fly that, that mission. And things are going great. Uh, there's only uh, like 30 minutes left till the last ship is fueled, mm-hmm. and they can get the frack out of there. Uh, and then Starbuck sees her bogey again. And Lee's like, I don't see it. And Starbuck's like, I don't care. I'm going after it. Weapon's hot. And Lee's like, I don't see it. Please don't don't disappear. She's like, oh, um, I'm gonna so. But she goes off chasing it, chasing it, and um, ooh, she uh, she doesn't have a good time with it. Mm-mm. Well,
2: she uh, she's she's going down into that uh, the maelstrom again, which is probably where the name of the episode comes from, <laughs> oh, most <laughs> likely, yeah. Um, uh, oh. and and uh, yeah, she takes she takes a hit to the the windshield. Mm-hmm uh and is losing pressure and she kind of passes out and has another like leoban dream which
1: just before this happens as like she's flying into the storm we see like the flashes of lightning and they do a really cool trick of superimposing like a washed out silhouette like image of like her mother in the apartment and Mm -hmm. like like a couple i think there's a leoban at one point like Mm -hmm. yeah so like she's starting to see this imagery in the storm it's it's very wizard Wizard of oz Oz. i love it exactly Like the storm itself is coming to life and doing a, a little like this is her this is your life moment mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. Um but yeah, and she, she passes out and uh she runs into who she thinks is a Leoban. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I'm not gonna play your frack of games. You know, I'm I, I'm passed out or I'm on a shylon ship and you drug me. He's like, No games, Kara, it's mm-hmm. just your <laughs> destiny, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he is and she's like, I write my own destiny. And he's like, I didn't paint that symbol. <laughs> he's like, yeah, literally you wrote yeah. it. He,
2: yeah, you did, actually. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, and then, and what does she say? She says something to him like, you're not Leoban or whatever. And he's like, I didn't say uh-huh. I was. She's, yeah, she
0: pr- says you're not a Leoban.
2: I said, yeah, I never said I was, and that's that's
1: great. And like, this is where like he kind of you made the the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, mm-hmm. Future reference. Here. Like he kind of does that. Like he he takes her. This is where we see uh, the flashback of her, you know, just before her mother dies, and we learn that you know her mother died alone, and she. Uh, he's like, but you can you can go and see her now, and it has this like dream ghost pseudo time travel tr- so drug trip weird where like she goes to see her mother on her deathbed and her mother's like oh my god
2: you made it and, and of course her mother has like the scrapbook of all of Kara's like <sighs> lifetime achievements open on her lap like <laughs> revealing oh that she really did care the whole time I <sighs> this
0: shit, i hate that now we're supposed to feel bad for I don't. Her mom, yeah, because deep down she loved her and just didn't know how to show it. Blah blah blah. Nope, I have nope. no nope. sympathy. Nope. I feel bad for Kara. Yep. That it was that
2: that she got manipulated like that. Right. Yep.
1: But but.
2: Eh. Well, and then there's more that
1: like she's like, Mama, something's about to happen. You know that that thing you're always trying to prepare mm-hmm. me for. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. She's like, of course you can. She's like, how can you be sure? Because you're my daughter. I'm
2: like, bullshit. Yeah, that
0: doesn't tell me anything. Fuck
2: all the way off. Yeah.
0: Well, and Leoben uses that. I mean, we don't even know. Man, this show is so good because there's so much going on there. Because Leoben, let's pretend that that is as real as it could be, right? That mm-hmm. he has somehow given her a pathway to be there with her mother when she dies. He, the only reason he's done this is so that she will feel compelled She's she's not afraid anymore because she mm-hmm. made peace with her fucking terrible mom. So all he's done is use that to further manipulate her. And if it's... it's not real, then he's fabricated something to further manipulate her. Like, there's no
1: good... There's a different energy to this version of Leoben, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. And... This might be a bit controversial, but I liken it to the difference in energy between, like, real Baltar and the Baltar in Six's head or, like, real Caprica Six and the Caprica Six in Baltar's head. I don't remember if I said
0: this out loud, but I said... I did that. She's got a, a head Leoban. Yep, yeah, he, felt the same to me too.
1: It kind of feels like the like you know they refer to themselves a, a couple of times as angels or, mm-hmm. or you know, like something from sent from God, and it kind of feels like this leovan is is one of those. Uh, it's that same type of energy, and you know this is where he says like you know see there's nothing so terrible about death when you finally face it. It's beautiful. You're free now to become who you really are, and it's it's on brand message wise for Leoben, but it doesn't feel like Leoben's sleaziness. It feels yeah. genuine. It feels yeah. like it's meant to be a comfort to her. Uh, and so whether it's an angel or, uh, whatever they are, or if it's just her subconscious, like using his face to to deliver that message to herself, uh, it's hard to say, but this is when, you know, she, she calls him out and he's like, I, you know, I never said that I was. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to prepare you to pass through the next door to discover what hovers in the space between life and death.
0: Which is like a kind of something that Head Six would say or Chip Six would say to Baltar. Mm -hmm. The costume costuming or whatever did a good job because what makes, to me anyway, this Liobin different is he's always looked a little like greasy to me Mm -hmm. and like a little rumpled. And this Liobin is pretty put together.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: He reminds me and I've said this I thought he was maybe the same actor who plays Jacob on Lost mm. um the first time I saw him he's not I, I
1: Callum Keith Rennie
0: Yeah I asked I think I asked one of you while we you were recording to look it up and it's not um but he's got that same kind of um vibe which is funny because Jacob kind of works in that weird sort of in between where you're not sure who he really is or who's kind of piloting that that ship um I'm getting the feeling that they're little, like, I've started picturing this show. You know what? Should we save my umbrella?
2: Yeah. Let's thing. get, let's okay. get through the, the yeah. ending here. Yeah. Ugh. I don't Which want we're to. A- we're almost there. Lee
1: is, is panicking at this point because he's lost contact visual Andreas with Starbuck. He can't find her. And she's um, not responding. Uh, Andrea, she's...
0: not uh, <laughs> Do
1: you? That's. I get it. Okay. Um. Is he been me Andratus this whole time? The and whole I never time. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time you noticed. That's embarrassing for both of us. Mm-hmm. It really is.
0: Um, anyway, the, Cable, where were you?
1: <laughs> I hate you.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> there, are, there are three things I can't stand being called. Cable, Caleb, and I can't and say the third on this show. No, that, that also would have been good. <laughs> um, but... So, Starbuck is, she's passed out, and she's, like, they, the when last they had any kind of ping on her on on Galactica Stratus, she was, she was making her way to the, uh, the red line pretty fast to where, uh, uh, what what do they call the show? The hard shelf or something? The hard deck. Hard deck. So, the the hard deck is, is a reference to the, the solid land of the planet, which, um, I'm not really sure how that works with a gas giant. Like, presumably there has to be some solid-ish core. Um, we don't know, really know. No one knows. knows. <laughs> we, no one's
2: been there. Mm-hmm.
1: No one has been there. Um, that's literally true.
0: Starbuck has.
1: Uh, well, yeah. well, I
0: don't know. She seemed to be pretty. Oh, uh, well, her ship was in pieces. Sorry.
1: Yeah, she did, she didn't quite make it. Um, <sighs> Lee finally gets a visual on her, and just in uh, time.
2: Just in time for it to be the 4th of July. She just. Well, she she says to him, like, I'm not afraid anymore. I'll see you on the other side. He's like,
0: what the fuck are you talking about?
2: And then kaboom.
0: She big bada boom. It is. At least
2: saw it so you know it's real.
0: Yeah. And they left no doubt. Like, they. Uh, She goes like fireworks.
2: They let the fireworks linger for a while, too,
1: as he's. As Lee almost reaches the the point of no return himself, and just yeah. barely manages to to pull up in time, uh, and he makes it back to Galactica, and they're like, you know, we're going to send the the rescue birds. And he's like, don't, don't bother. Like, her ship was I, in pieces.
0: It was in pieces. So
1: there it is.
0: Oh my god. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, Adama's face crumples,
2: mm-hmm. and and you see him, and he he puts the the little uh, statuette of of the goddess on his ship. And then he smashes the fuck out of it. Uh,
1: we've, oh my God. So again, I knew for a while that this episode was coming with the, the, the difficult uh, news of the loss of Starbuck. Um, but I also knew at some point the fate of that ship. And I forgot I mean, that they so were in the same I. episode. Yeah.
2: I, cu- I, cu- <laughs> I remembered it got smashed, that... but I couldn't remember how or why or when. As
0: soon as that, um, this is just me celebrating how right I was because yeah. <laughs> I have no other well, emotions left in me. But... As soon
2: as she handed him that, that, that statuette and was like, this, this could be for your ship. You were like, oh, that ship's getting smashed yep. at the end of the episode. It's getting smashed. Uh, like you called it right then and there.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I waiting.
1: I had the same thought, but as soon as, uh, as soon as we see him holding it in his hand and like start to attach it to the uh, ship, I was like, oh, this is it. So this, so is it this is it. This is it. <laughs> uh, which, I, it sounds like I'm, I'm taking joy in seeing him smash the ship. I I don't it's because just, it was it no, was a really nice ship. So it's a really nice ship.
0: To, I love when a show plants a seed early on, and especially <laughs> when it's one that you like. There's something really satisfying about being right, but also it, it like I don't know. It
2: mm, I have look, a I have a tidbit of trivia about this scene. If y'all want it, of course I do. Okay. So uh our boy Edward James almost mm-hmm. uh he improvised that smashing of the ship that was not in the script. The the script writers are dumb because I knew it was coming. And here's the thing what Edward James almost didn't know <gasps> is that that was actually like a really no, expensive stop! model ship. Stop! And it wasn't just like a cheap prop for the show. It was rented from a museum. It was rented from a museum. <laughs> Stop! And he didn't know that. Oh
0: my god, oh. that's so funny. Oh my god, I'm blushing for him. Like I'm so.
2: But apparently, Whoa. luckily, they they did have it insured. So yeah, but it's still it's still, it's still broken as fuck. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, it's like that. I, this has come up more than once on this show, but it's like uh Chris O'Dowd with the yes with
2: the snow globe snow globe. Oh my
1: god. Oh it's my god. Like, oh my
0: god. That the, the, is awful.
1: The tension of seeing something, like, so beautiful and fragile in a war movie and knowing, like, there's no mm. way that it can survive. Oh, and just then like Starbucks. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. The ship was a metaphor pieces. for Starbuck. <laughs> yeah, oh. Adama had spent so, so long trying
2: to, to put, <sighs> put them both movies. together. <laughs> and then smashing them both.
0: Watching mm. him cry. Watching Starbuck cry. There are a handful of people I cannot watch cry without crying, no matter what they're crying about. Starbuck became one pretty much immediately for me. Um, uh, Vicky, Veronica Mars is another one. Adama, one tear, all it took. and I, yep. mean, I was already crying, but... Th- then I then think you
2: that's were bawling. I was, like, wailing.
1: <laughs> I couldn't... Because that's, that's when it feels real, mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when Dad grieves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they we don't get a chance to deal with this at all. Like Mm-mm. that's it. Episode over. Yeah. Uh, Dama smashes the ship and ship smash
2: roll credits. Like it's oh, God. like
1: we know that, that Lee's a wreck and uh, we know that Papa Dama's a wreck. Hell, Ty's probably not even feeling that great.
0: Oh God. Oh God. I'm not going to be able to see him admit that he's sad about something. Uh, watching him <laughs> cry over what's the fuck's her name was. Enough. Ellen? I, yeah. Ellen. I hated her. I love Starbuck. I'm not going to be able to handle that.
1: Oh, uh, no. Like, you None know, to mention the you know the other pilots oh, that, that she was close with. Kilo
0: needs to fall.
1: Anders. Anders. Well,
0: the, Cylon. the pyramid player. Well, he's <laughs> happy because now she'll wake up in the goo. There is part of me, okay, I just, to be perfectly candid right now, because then I'll never, this will never drop again until, I unless, anyway. There is a part of me now that thinks Starbuck might not be a Cylon even though all of this time I've thought if she dies early then she definitely is a Cylon but that was such a good satisfying like tied up ending the only Mm -hmm. thing we don't know is what the fuck happened at the farm but shows do shit like that all the time like we know she had a weird surgery and we might never yeah like that stuff just happens but otherwise it was such a satisfying ending that I almost Am okay with and think it might have been the right choice if she's not, and that's this is just how we we how we well, lose her. But thank
1: you. <laughs> um, Take a minute if you need it.
0: <laughs> but I will never say that again. And she's a silent and I can't wait for her to come back. Well, and it, Anders is excited because now he can, she can know, and he can know. And
1: obviously, Kitsy and I are sworn to not tell you one way or the other. But also, like you think like you bring up the farm and, you know, they were doing surgery. and they were, they were trying to to breed her. And we know that Cylons have trouble interbreeding with themselves. Um, but we also know that the Cylons can't, can't or won't talk about the remaining five. So we have no idea if like if they
2: knew that she was or wasn't. Well, and
0: Anders and, um, Starbuck both would have to be part of the final five.
2: I feel like, um, I feel like if they were to cut open a Cylon, they'd be like, "Oh shit, this is a Cylon." There's got to be something in there they would they would notice.
0: Well, they um, have the bioluminescent spine.
2: Yeah. Well, okay, but that's only when they're
1: fucking. I feel like yeah, they but, would they would notice, but like, could they admit that they noticed? Like,
2: true, they're like they're programming, like programming, that
0: programming it, is very good. Or yeah.
2: did they did did Simon know that that she's a Cylon, and was he upgrading her? Uh, to be able to be pregnant because they figured ah. out how to do it.
0: You know what's funny? I know you're saying that as like a little bit of a probably what they did is took some um well, no, that doesn't make sense. That's not how well that's T V. <laughs> that's how anyway, um I'm, I'm I have held on to the quote unquote fact that two Cylons cannot um make a baby. That's what That's the term I'm going to use as an adult. Um,
2: And as far as we know, that is true. But, Mm -hmm.
0: but their reasoning is because the missing ingredient is love, which is stupid. That is very stupid. something else I would guess, but maybe not. Um, if there's actually something else going on and they figure it out, it's quite possible that two Cylons then could figure out how to, um, make a baby. What is the, it worked for the daggers and sequest. I couldn't think of the regular word for that. So then I was anyway, um,
2: Procreate.
0: Pro- see, I thought about that, one, but that didn't feel make love.
2: Make love. I Ugh. I don't do it professionally, so I, I amateur create. Oh <laughs> boy.
0: So yeah, so I've been using the can they make a baby thing as like a Cylon test, and I I <laughs> oh, and I think we um, I think I'm ready to to put that aside.
1: Do I so to
0: see Starbucks again. Maybe in a flashback.
2: I can't tell you. You know I can't tell you that. Okay. Caleb? But what I can tell you is that we get to go watch the next episode right now. Okay. That's true. So, Andrea, any uh, any other final thoughts? Any
1: Should we should we play the In Memoriam music?
0: Ugh. We could play the 10 minutes of me. Oh, so two things. One is um, the thing I started to say that then I stopped to save for the end. Um, so um, the only thing that I want to put in this episode here is that I realized I've been thinking about the final five um, up until this point as being only like one of each for some reason like there aren't many copies of those five for some reason Mm. Um, but that doesn't need to be the case and just because the whatever five are floating around that don't that we think don't know their Cylons because of their programming being so deep. I think that's what we're supposed to think. But that mm. doesn't mean there aren't five more. I'm picturing them up in some weird control room like their Cylon heaven. Just five of them sitting around and sending out little angel copies of themselves like they can communicate. Oh, interesting. So like here here comes a six, you know what I mean? But they're, And that's why they're not um, quite the same because they're not uh-huh. actual and they're little like. Um,
2: <sighs> also, they're only six inches tall.
0: They're Clippy. They're, that's what they're... Are, uh, is that his name?
2: Clippy, the Microsoft yeah, yeah, word guy? Yeah, that's what I'm picturing them like. It looks like you're trying to destroy humanity. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there it is. Yeah,
0: that's how I'm sort of picturing them. They're little like um, messenger uh, bots,
2: but not bots. Well, yeah, bots. Kind of. Yeah. They are AI. But
0: I am picturing them. That's true. But I'm picturing them small. Like they're actually... <laughs> anyway, it's like... um. Uh, osmosis jones but for silence and on that note is that that's good oh and the other thing is i thought it might be fun at the beginning of this episode um to record uh watch along so i hit record on my memos and then this one was barking so much we had to pause so i thought i paused oh, wow. on the memo but i didn't so what we could play over the credits is 10 minutes of me Sobbing, um, because we've got that on record now. So, Just, should we save that for the OnlyFans?
2: Yeah, that's definitely on the OnlyFans. People got to pay for that.
1: Mm-hmm. 10 minutes of Andrea sobbing yeah. over the uh,
0: exactly. exactly. Uh. Uh. <laughs> 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 yes, that's a very good rendition. That was really good.
2: Bear Thank would you. be proud.
0: Can I play that over the end credits, Caleb? Yes, yay.
1: Uh, and so with that, uh, we have some grief to process. Uh, Kitsy and Andrea and I have an episode to watch. Uh, and listeners, uh, so do you. So go watch. Go watch uh, the, the next episode, episode 18, The Sun Also Rises.
0: Oh.
1: And Isn't it we pretty to will think spool so. up our FTL drives and meet you there. Uh, hopefully with a fresh box of tissues. Uh,
2: so say we all. So say we all. So say we all. Begin jump prep. We're leaving. We'll be back. Start your prep. Set condition one is a night shift radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.
0: Oh, this fucking ship, another ship's gonna be in pieces. I call this season fucking one. I hate the show. Oh, no, I can't watch him cry. (laughs) It's hard to be right all the time.